Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. What's up, everyone? This is Luke with dogman.com, joined by new head baseball coach, Jason Kelly. Jason, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you. Thank you for having me and excited to talk about Husky baseball. Yeah, I am as well. So uh, as of recording, we're just a little under three weeks until Husky baseball begins. I believe it is Friday. Is it February 17th that the season kicks off? Um, Jason Kelly is a familiar name to people in Husky baseball. Uh, You were previously here for seven years as a pitching coach. Uh, And I know you're also a West Coast guy growing up. I believe you went to Cal Poly and kind of got your coaching and baseball start there professionally as well. Um, So just with all that in mind, how does it feel to be back in the Pacific Northwest? Uh, It's great to be back when, when, you know, when I left after the 2019 season, you know, you'd always had hopes and kind of the back of your mind of, of maybe someday coming back and, and getting a chance to be the head coach here. But, you know, that's something that's a, it's a long shot at, at, in that moment. Um, my family has loved this place since the day we showed up. My kids were raised here when we moved. They were two and three years old, and, and now they're 14 and 13. Um, so this was a huge part of their lives, and, and obviously mine too, um, getting to compete at the highest level and, and getting a chance to recruit at the highest level and do all those things. This is where I got to cut my teeth. So it's, it's exciting to be back, not just for the family, but we have a huge passion for, for Washington baseball and, and Washington athletics and, and excited to be back in the right purple and gold. Awesome. Yeah. You, you mentioned the right purple and gold and also mentioned the top level. So I feel like I'd be remiss not to mention you're coming from spending the last year with LSU, obviously down in the SEC, uh, where in all sports, they say it just means more. Uh, but anyways, coming back now to, uh, the PAC 12 and back up here in Seattle, uh, I guess, what, how does it feel after also bringing kind of 20 years of experience or roughly 20 years of experience as a collegiate pitching coach, kind of taking that step into the head coaching role? Yeah, it's, it's something I'm excited for. Mm-hmm. I think that I'm, I'm ready for that, this challenge. Um, but also there's a lot of unknowns. Uh, I've, you know, I've been around this game since I was shoot three years old and and been thinking this game since I was probably 10 or, you know, whatever, whenever you start really processing how to play the game. Um, but I've never had to make some of the decisions that, that I'll have to make um, in the next couple of weeks. And so that is a little bit um, not daunting at all, but just a new experience for me. I, I know I'm capable and I'm ready for that. And I've got great assistant coaches around me to help guide me through that. But it is exciting. It's exciting because as an assistant, no matter who you coach with or, or for, you're always kind of thinking of ways that, that you would maybe change this or change that, or, or here's how I'd run this. And getting that opportunity is, is really um, been a great experience. Um, but we haven't won a baseball game yet. And, and ultimately that's, that's what I'm here for. So hopefully that starts in the next couple of weeks and we can put the first win behind us and then really focus on hopefully the next 20 years of, of really competitive um, Omaha caliber type teams. Certainly. So uh, you mentioned, obviously haven't played a game yet. 
Uh, I'll touch more on this later, but this is a team that uh, went 13 and one in May, 13 and three to end the season. Um, also, so I mean, there's that context, I guess, with this roster. Also, you coached under Lindsey Meggs, not only for seven seasons at UW, but I know you were with him at Chico as well. Uh, so how has he been, I guess, kind of as a resource to kind of refamiliarize yourself with maybe not just the University of Washington, but maybe some of the pieces that you have on this roster? Uh, or is there anyone that you've kind of been able to lean on to really get to know these kids other than just the time that you spend yourself with them uh, in the facility and at practice and things like that? Yeah, that's a, it's been, I think, probably one of the bigger advantages uh, of me getting this job is my time here and my time with with Coach Meggs. Um, I understand how these guys have been coached. I understand the things that they've been taught. I understand mm-hmm. the things and the and the the kind of way they've been um, pushed to play this game. So I have a really good feel for things they're good at, and I have also have a good feel for some of the things that that maybe they need to progress on too. And, mm-hmm. and so that has been a big benefit for us. Um, when you take over a team um, that is in a retirement situation. Um, it's always a little better situation than than what it could be. And like yeah. you said, they won, you know, 13 of, of 15 at the end. They, they were incredibly competitive, um, ran into a little bit of a buzz on that tournament. But mm-hmm. that guys that had a lot of experience last year on an, a successful team. So, you know, at the end of the day, you can't you can't teach that experience. Um, and also just the way we go about it. I recruited a lot of these kids, um, didn't mm-hmm. necessarily get a chance to coach them. Um, but the process um, for them committing to the University of Washington with a lot of them did start with me. So having relationships with Johnny Tincher and Will Simpson and Michael Snyder, mm-hmm. um, Dalton Chandler, um, Christian DiCachea, a lot of these guys I've had relationships for. So I think that's given me some credibility right away when I walked into the to the locker room of of this is somebody that they want to be around and somebody that, you know, is going to coach us hard, but is going to be a, a, a good mentor to us as well. So um, it's, it's been a good situation for me and, and having a little bit of familiarity with, with all of this program, if, all the way from academics to, to administration, to, you know, all those things make this transition so much easier. Awesome. Yeah. And, and thanks for actually touching on that. I was doing some research before this, and I, I saw that nobody nobody played in the 2019 season, uh, but I failed to put two and two together and realized that you probably were going to be a big part of recruiting those that have been around since 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, so thank you for mentioning those names. Uh, another thing I wanted to touch on uh, is the coaching staff. Uh, I guess I'll start here. Uh, obviously, uh, with Coach Meg's retiring, for, from my understanding, uh, it's a completely new staff. Is that correct? Correct. Um, Except for obviously you kept around ops director Jacob Hatlow. I know that you had a relationship with him given the four years that he was a manager as a student that overlapped with your time at UW. Um, what is someone like that that's been around the program for gosh, is probably eight years now? Uh, what does he bring, I guess, in a kind of an ops role? Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of people in this program, including myself, um, that we could function without. Um, but functioning without Jacob Hatlow, it couldn't happen. I mean, the guy's got his hand in everything in this program from top to bottom, um, from academics to gear ordering to travel to, I mean, everything with the facility. He literally, if it's regarded in an email or a piece of paper, Jacob Hatlow handles it for us. So he's been an incredible resource um, for me, you know, new to the job, new to some of the admin experiences that I didn't have to do as an assistant. Mm-hmm. He's really helped walk me through and and been an incredible resource. He's so well respected 
um, up top with the other administrators um, as somebody that not only is really good at his job, but the the guy bleeds purple. I mean, nobody mm-hmm. in this building has more passion for Washington athletics than, than, than Jacob Hatlow. So he's been incredible. Um, he, he's a, a guy that everyone likes being around. Um, he's great with the players. Um, so I couldn't do it without him. I mean, I don't even know if I could get to work. Um, if I didn't, if I didn't have that guy in my corner, he's that good at what he does. I hope we keep him forever, but that guy may end up being the athletic director at this place in, in 20 years. I think he's that well regarded. So he's been great. The rest of the staff, is I think we've put together a really good group. Um, mm-hmm. We've got a good combination of of guys that have been in college baseball for a long time, and as also guys that have coached in the professional ranks um, as well. Um, our assistant coaches are are as good as it gets. Billy Boyer um, mm-hmm. works with our infielders; he'll run our offense um, and <clears throat> works with our hitters. But is um, was a, a Husky recruit um, a while back and decided to pursue professional baseball. So he signed out of high school, um, but has come back to, to coach our players. And, and we couldn't be more ecstatic. He's as smart as anybody I've ever been around on the field is an incredible worker, but more importantly, um, he's a great role model to our, to our players um, and somebody that, that our guys can look to as, as somebody that they can trust, they can rely upon, not just on the field, off the field. Um, our recruiting coordinator, Jake Silverman, is somebody that's been at winning programs his entire life, from from a player at Cal State Fullerton to an assistant at UCLA, Nevada, Reno, to Cal Poly. He's worked with great coaches all over the West Coast. Um, so he brings a really a really keen and observant eye mm-hmm. to our club. Um, he'll work with our outfielders and our catchers and the hitting, but his main um, role for us is recruiting and, and starting those relationships all over the Northwest and, and all over California and Arizona and the West coast. So um, he's been really good. And we're actually, unfortunately, but fortunately in transition with our third spot, um, Parker Gwynn um, was our volunteer. <laughs> he has recently gotten a professional job with the New York Yankees. Wow. And we're incredibly excited for him, but also a little disappointed um, because he's a great coach and somebody that we really like to be around and has really been good with our catchers, but we're incredibly excited for him and his journey um, at the next level. So I'm kind of in the process right now of, of rounding up a new volunteer and somebody mm-hmm. that we could bring to fit in um, to our program and, and be great with our guys. I couldn't be happy with our staff. I love coming to work every day. I love being around these guys. And, and that's just as important as their knowledge. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky 
co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Um, so obviously with kind of that volunteer position open, one thing I was going to mention with all of the assistant coaches and Jacob included as the athletic, or I guess the uh, director of ops, excuse me, um, everybody on the coaching staff, also yourself included, have incredible beards. Is that something that's a requirement for <laughs> this? Uh, I don't know that everybody, ha- I mean, I have an incredible beard. Yeah. I don't know that everybody else does, um, but no, that is not a requirement. Um, that <laughs> it's something that I've had since, shoot, I don't even know. It's been a long time. Um, I know that Coach Boyer has had his for a long time as well, and and I think Mr. Hatlow was kind of new to the beard situation, but he mm-hmm. looks dang so I'm not going to take that from him. Uh, it's not a requirement, but um, – I give a little bit of freedom to to our staff and to our players um, to kind of be themselves. And if that's part of it, then then we want to encourage that. For sure. Uh, also, on kind of a more serious coaching note, uh, given that you are making your step here into head coaching, but like I mentioned earlier, you have nearly 20, experience, or 20 years of experience as a collegiate pitching coach. Mm-hmm. Is that sort of, I, I guess, an angle or wisdom that you can bring to the staff uh, both coaching staff and pitching staff here at the University of Washington. And what does that kind of look like? I guess leveraging that experience, but also fully embracing kind of the head coach title. Yeah, it's, you know, luckily when I was here um, with coach Megs, I did have a lot of freedom. Um, he gave me, you know, the reins to that pitching staff and and allowed me to to do my, to do my thing, so to speak. And, and so I did have a lot of control over that group. So that I think that's going to really help me, um, when it comes to dealing with the entire team, I, I have experience, um, you know, just speaking in front of the group and and recognizing the things, especially on the defensive end that that we did well. Um, and now being able to progress to the entire team is something that's been an easy transition for me. Um, you, you know, you can't replace the experience. And and I've been in this league. Um, I've been at, at all levels, the junior college level, the division two level, um, you know, and, and the division one level, I've been in multiple conferences. So those things I've worked with great coaches, um, Jay Johnson at LSU and Tracy mm-hmm. Smith now at Michigan and Larry Lee at Cal Poly, just been around really good people um, that you don't even know that they're forming um, kind of the future you, um, but you're always going to kind of lean back on some of those things mm-hmm. that those guys really did well and, and take those things and try and incorporate it and, very little information in baseball is yours. Um, almost everything that you have, you've learned from somebody else. Um, and if you can c- kind of continue that tradition to your players and your coaches, then then I think it's a good thing. But, uh, you know, you never know if you're ready. I guess we'll find out in a couple of weeks. Um, I'm confident that we're ready. Um, but there'll, there'll be some some interesting moments, I'm sure, in that dugout um, with me running the show for the first time. And we'll fight through it. We'll get through it. And we'll learn from it and, and continue to get better. Uh, you mentioned earlier, we both, I guess, mentioned the really hot May and end of the season that Washington had. Uh, there are some veteran presences that you also mentioned that will be in this, I guess, dugout and locker room for the University of Washington. Um, and another thing you mentioned is obviously given a retirement kind of situation for Coach Megs, um, that there will be a lot of familiar faces, right, rather than maybe a more negative end to a regime. So uh, there are some, I guess, strong pieces and building blocks. How do you, I guess, kind of come in 
for a team that had some momentum ending 2022. I mean, obviously they'll have gone about 10 months without playing baseball. So it's not like baseball being a game of momentum. It's not like you can just pick up right where you left off. Uh, But, but how do you kind of build on that? I don't know what the right word is, whether it's just like vibe or energy of a team that started to see success on the field in 2022 and then take it into this upcoming season. Yeah, it's, it's, you're, you're right on the fact that it it was, you know, almost a year ago and, and, Mm -hmm. and that is hard to maintain the actual field momentum. But, but what I think that that did and what we're noticing is, just a level of confidence this group has in each other um, mm-hmm. is something that was developed, I think, during that run. Um, you know, the the best teams that I've ever coached and that most people ever coach are the teams that take responsibility for themselves and they say, "Hey, this is this is our team, and and we're gonna we're gonna steer this in the direction that we want this to go." And I think that that team did that towards the end and developed a ton of confidence, both in. Mm-hmm on the field in the way that they can play, but also in the locker room, in the dugout on, on people that they can trust and, and guys that are, are really committed to winning at the highest level. So, you know, I think that's the biggest thing that they got from, from that great run at the end of last year is just confidence that they can do it. And they were relatively young, but they had a bunch of at bats behind them. And so you get kids like, like Cam Clayton and AJ Guerrero Mm -hmm. and, and those guys that are true freshmen, but they played 55 games last year. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't replace the highs and lows of that and and how to handle it. And they've learned those things. And and so I expect this group to to hit the ground running for sure. Um, with a new coaching staff, there's a different energy. Um, combine that with some success at the end of last year, and and we could be we could you know we could be a problem for some teams if, if our guys play the way that they're capable of playing. Certainly. Uh, so you mentioned AJ Guerrero and Cam Clayton as some other, I guess, younger guys, though, who played a big role last year. I don't know if there was a hotter hitter on the planet Earth than AJ Guerrero in May <laughs> of 2022. He was uh, ripping the cover off the baseball. Um, and then obviously those kind of veteran names that we mentioned. I might kind of put you on the spot here if you want to pass. That's totally fine. But is there maybe other than those kind of veteran names or guys who are really making the splash in 2022? like either a newcomer underclassman transfer that like has immediately kind of wowed you uh, now that you guys are getting close to ramping up your season. You know, on the position player end of it, it's kind of the usual suspects from last year, Mm -hmm. um, but you've seen some guys get better. Um, A guy that's come to my mind today is, is Cole Miller. um, Mm -hmm. Who's, who's kind of had an up and down career here um, and uh, maybe a little bit of lack of consistency. Mm -hmm. And we've seen a complete flip in that, over the last six months, he's been great. Um, he, he's made some swing adjustments. Incredible athlete, always has been, um, but just hadn't found that kind of rhythm offensively. And and Coach Boyer and he have have gotten to work in in the cages. And and Cole's been a, not a surprise at all because I knew he was a good player. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I think he's turned the corner and somebody that is really enjoying um, the game and and having fun out here. The the, the one guy that's getting all the pub um, and relatively. Um, new to this level and deservedly so getting a lot of pub is Kiefer Lord, um, the right-handed pitcher for, from from Northern California who, who transferred in um, from a D3 school. And, and man, he's a great story and, and hope that I – one that I hope gets told a lot. Um, a, a guy that out of high school is, you know, 82, 83 miles an hour um, and and decides to take more of an academic route. And, and then COVID hits and he makes a – a commitment that he wanted to throw harder. And, and so he went to work by himself 
um, did a ton of research and, and now he's 96 to hundred. Um, and you're looking at two hours later or two years later, excuse me. Um, so somebody that's kind of self-made and, and has kind of come out of nowhere is getting a ton of attention and, and he should, it's going to be one of the top three guys in our rotation, um, and has come a long way from two years ago. So it's going to be really exciting to see him do his thing. And we've, I think we're going to have a couple of guys like that on the mound that have been, you know, talented and, and names and, but maybe haven't put together the years or the, or the specific numbers that they have wanted that, that are going to have those opportunities this year. But, but Kiefer and, and Cole have been really, really good for us. Um, we've got a freshman in um, from Hawaii named Iva Arquette, who's just been a steady, very mature player. Um, when you're talking about a 19 year old kid, um, there's been some highs and lows like there always is for a new kid and he's handled them incredibly. Um, so I expect him to, to really be a staple in the program for a long time. Awesome. Love that. Also <clears throat> as a Mercer round alum myself, love to hear the mentioning of Cole Miller. Nice. Uh, yeah. I <laughs> uh, thought that was funny and uh, cool. I appreciate you going into detail on some names and what has impressed you specifically. Um, I guess what I'll leave you with here, uh, obviously, like I mentioned, you had worked under Coach Kelly for over a decade between Chico and the University of Washington. And obviously, I'm sure he's played a big role in kind of influencing your approach or just coaching style or philosophy. Um, But obviously, this is an opportunity for you to step into the head coaching role uh, with a new staff and kind of leave your mark on Husky baseball. I don't know really how to articulate it, but what, if any, maybe changes or differences, like what what do you think, I guess, will be kind of maybe the trademark of the Jason Kelly era, maybe on the field in Husky baseball, if that makes sense? Yeah, you know, I, I don't know if there's anything specific, mm-hmm. um, but, you know, just kind of a little bit different energy. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think we might be a little more uh, um, rambunctious um, than we've been in the past. I, I want to let the kids play. I want I want to give them some freedom. Um and, you know, Coach Megs and I will, will do things a lot alike um, because I learned so much from him. Um, but we're just a little younger and a little more, I think, going to kind of let him play just a little bit at a different level um, um, than than it was before. But, you know, the the base and the, you know, the foundation is here um, for, for these kids to have success. They recruited good players. Um, they were well coached. You know, so all we have to do is come in and just – bring a different energy and, and then kind of build on some of those positive things that are already here. And, and we can gain some positive momentum, not a huge change, nothing to the point where we're, you know, we're, we're scrapping stuff and, and, you know, cause things have been done well here for a long time. We want to continue to do, do those things really well, but also just change the the learning environment just a little bit. Um, and, and, and hopefully, um, you know, let them play a little bit and have some fun. Great. Yeah. Well, again, coach, I really appreciate you taking the time to chat with me. Husky baseball begins uh, in just over two weeks. They will be on the road against Santa Clara Friday, the 17th for a four game series. uh, And what will kick off what is sure to be an exciting inaugural year for the Jason Kelly era at UW. Uh, So again, thanks for taking the time. I appreciate it. We appreciate um, you getting us out there and, and supporting us as well. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 